0: Oh, the brackets are out. It is a great time. Oh, I love. I love this time. I love diving into these brackets. We got the matchups now. We know who everyone's gonna face. We know what every team's road looks like to the final four. We are set. We've got Bho. We've got Bho Lenardi. We've got Eric. We've got Leo Lenardi. We got Gino brackets <laughs> As we are all set. We are all set to bring you uh a little live reaction. Now, we won't do a game-by-game breakdown yet because we got to take time to look at these games, right? we got to take about a day, day and a half ourselves to handicap all the games, dive into all the information, check out the matchups, how these teams face. But what we will do right now is just give some of our initial reactions, some of the juicy matchups. We'll dive into the West region. We'll go region by region, and we'll see what jumps out to us. So starting out in the West region – with, uh, with you, Eric, we have the number one overall seed here, Gonzaga. Gonzaga will be facing Georgia State. First up, the 8-9 there, Boise, Memphis. Connecticut drew the five. Arkansas, Vermont, kind of a sexy little underdog pick right now with uh, Vermont as a five-and-a-half-point dog there. Then on the bottom side of the West bracket, you got Bama with the play-in. You've got Texas as the three seed. Michigan State, Davidson. And you know they set up that game with – the possibility of H K and Izzo to get to the Sweet Six because you know that the committee thinks about things like that when they when they set everyone up. So what was something that jumped out to you when you looked at this bracket, Eric? Or tell us a few things that are uh, on mind.
1: Um, I I like Boise State to beat Memphis a lot. I think the Mountain West Conference is insanely underrated. Um, I'll let Leo, because Vermont's his team, talk about Vermont, the Hogs later on. Um I think Bama's done whoever wins between Rutgers and uh Notre Dame. I'm not a big fan of Texas Tech, but they got a good path to their draws pretty good. MSU plays Davidson, who's their starting point guard was there. It was Forrest Lawyer, who is Michigan State's starting point guard last year. And then he transferred. Yeah, so
0: there's a lot of there's a fun lot of
1: stuff going on. there. And, um,
0: and, in yeah, your, I mean, I and you think, mentioned Boise State right now is like a, a one and a half to two point underdog in that game.
1: Yeah, That's I like it. I like them. I like them a lot. Um, but I think I think Texas Tech comes out of the bottom. It's Texas Tech Gonzaga in the lead eight at the first look.
0: Yeah, it's a great. It, it really feels like a really good spot um, for for Texas Tech there. I haven't been all that high on Duke, and we've seen them struggle down the stretch. And, and B.O., what I like is that it's not necessarily a. They didn't put Coach K in an easy situation. It's not a complete cakewalk for Duke knowing you got, you're got you going to have to face either a, a Davidson team that was a good team all Sneaky throughout good. the year yep. or Michigan State, and then you're in the same bracket with Gonzaga, who is yep. the overall number one seed. So it will not be an easy trip for them to get to the final four. We didn't even mention Texas tech who Eric likes a little bit there.
2: Yeah, no, I, I agree hundred percent. You guys have kind of mentioned the, the few games that, that stick out to me just right off the bat. It's like, I, I love these games. You, you know, I was, I've been sitting on this take for, for a few weeks now that I was going to say Duke goes out in the first weekend, but I was hoping, you know, it would be something like they gave him a cakewalk and he fell to some Bucknell type team like he's done in the past. But, uh, I mean, it sets it up perfectly. Izzo's going to put him out of his misery in the second round, and uh, Duke doesn't have to worry about who their one or three or any of those other seeds are. I don't don't think they get past the second round this year.
0: Yeah. Um, Leo, what are some of the things that jump out to you before we even started? You asked me if the line had popped up for Arkansas-Vermont, so I feel like that might be a a spot that you're leaning in, uh, maybe looking at Vermont as an upset there.
3: Man, I love I love this little region because this is where the madness is going to happen. I think Gonzaga's been slightly overrated all year. They're going to have a real bad matchup in that second round. Boise State, I think Eric is all over that one. Boise State can give them a world of trouble. And the team I have circled here, Vermont, Vermont, Vermont. I've been talking about how much talent this team has all year. They cruise to their conference championship. Not that it's a big conference by any stretch of the imagination, Team's 28-5. and five, They can run up and down the floor. I don't love that first-round matchup against Arkansas because they kind of play a similar game to what Colgate does. But I like Vermont a little bit better. But Vermont can shoot the ball better. Um, I think they're going to have a real opportunity to beat Arkansas. And if they do, I mean, listen, I think you could be looking at an Elite Eight team, and I don't see Duke making it past that second round. I actually think Davidson can out- can outscore them. Yeah. Uh, so I'm looking at Davidson there.
0: This is the West region. Uh, this will kick off. Um, thir- there will be some of the games on Thursday. Some of them, I think only play on Friday, but we got a uh, Gonzaga as your one. We've got Duke as your two Texas tech as your three Arkansas as your four. Those are your top four seeds in the West. Um, anything else West related uh, before we move on again, we're going to dive into all these game by game matchup by map. Match. We'll look at the point spreads when they come out. We'll get an idea, but um, Anything else to mention? About the could
1: way? be a little UConn could be a little under the radar. I mean, they got a big, they got some guards, they got some veterans. You know, they could be a little bit of a team that's like when everyone's doing these shows right now that yeah, nobody's really talking talk about. about that. And they could they could make a little bit of a run.
0: Yeah, it's not a bad spot for them too, especially if Leo, like Leo's mentioning. Because I'm not that high on Arkansas, and I've been kind of talking for a little while about how I thought a lot of their. Really good stretch, may have been a bit overhyped. Their schedule this year was really favoring towards Arkansas. They didn't have to play on the road at Kentucky. They didn't have to play on the road at Auburn. They would have played Auburn again yesterday, and it didn't even matter because they got beat by Texas A&M in that spot. So things really broke well for them, and I don't know if that's the strongest spot there. But then on the flip side, they could beat anyone if Note goes crazy. Yeah, like if he's the guy yeah. that's the best player on the court. They could beat Gonzaga if they win two games, and NoTe ends up just being the best player there. But that's what so great about the tournament. I would look fade them early on in the West. Leo or Bijo, Any other things to mention out west before we uh, move along? Nope, not for me. Awesome. Let's uh let's trickle down from the West, and let's go down. Uh, let's go across. We'll go, go sort of the way they announced them on uh on TV and on the shows earlier. So we're up to the south, south region. We've got Arizona as your one seed. They're going to be playing against the play-in. Okay, let me have a little bit of a rant too here, B.O., you're at your rant. If a team won their conference and they have an auto bid, they should not be in a play-in game.
2: Agree 100%.
0: I hate that. The the, fun, the last teams from the, the major conferences that had crappy years that were lucky to be like teams that got in, they should be in the play-in games all of those teams, if you won your conference and you battled and you won that tournament and now you got to have a game just to get in, to go get your ass kicked by a one seed. I don't like that at all it bothers
3: me
2: yeah no i I agree with you there and i know they they count the first four as an ncaa appearance but that doesn't i mean that's not fair to those guys
3: come on man like i agree 100 percent with you on this one because the thing thing is 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 that that just proves how stupid the ncaa is too because as we all know the ncaa their number one priority is money i mean they're full of shit if they tell you otherwise but like the ratings would go through the roof for an actual first four game rather than having to watch Wright and Bryant. Who well, right. outside you're of like, Michigan on that game? Indiana's who the fuck's gonna watch it?
0: And AM, like the Virginia Tech, the yeah. teams that were on those teams that actually have a national following, people would be more interested in watching them play. And you give you reward a team that's more deserving, anyways. Right? Like those teams that won their conference, they're more deserving than a Michigan. Who is like the seventh Big Ten team that's in after a shitty year? They should have to play their way in and get really hot and get lucky, you know, and, and have to beat like they should be up against it. So, there's there's my rant, but uh. No, I. it's
2: yeah. Very valid.
0: Yeah, <laughs> let's talk some uh some south right now. Arizona has the one seed. And it seems like uh, Kirk Chris has said he's going to be playing from what he says. We'll see what happens. Seton Hall, TCU, Houston, they won earlier today. So they locked in a five spot. They're playing a, a UAB. Illinois, Chattanooga. Chattanooga's not an easy 13. They have a situation where they have a player that might be like able to really control the game there, too. Uh, so that's one to keep an eye on. We then get a little bit farther down the bracket there. We go to Colorado State, six. Now, Tennessee – did sort of get screwed in being a three because many people thought they might be a one. And I think we will have a little bit of a rant on that also, but this is my rant, but I actually don't (laughs) mind. Like if you look at where they are, their first two matchups, like to the sweet 16 is pretty soft longwood. And then a Colorado state, Michigan matchup. Now Villanova in the sweet 16 matchup isn't easy. I don't think that's the greatest, but Their first couple games are soft. Go ahead, Beho, give us your rant.
2: Yeah, so I don't know how many times the SEC needs to be told by the NCAA committee that if you keep playing your championship game on Sunday, it means nothing. We are not going to change anything based on your championship game. And not only did Tennessee get screwed with a three, they probably should have gotten a two. I don't – I don't see them jumping to the one line. I it's think that would be way too much. Yeah. But uh, I, I think they were a solid two seed. And secondly, it cost Texas A&M being in. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's
0: like that game. Didn't, I, I don't know, How man, they just, have not gotten? They should have gotten in. They really should have. On the bubble, you win those two it is. games. They that's really my I game. don't know.
1: Like, I, they did lose eight in a row. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's Dude. my one
1: thing. Like, I have a hard time, like, any team that loses eight in a row that's my only rebuttal to that. No, and, and 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 like and I get that.
2: But it just shows that they've bounced back from that and they're playing really good basketball right now. Like
0: I uh, think but, I mean you've I got, think you're you got a team like now. Michigan Michigan
2: wasn't even in the last 4
0: in. Yeah, yeah, even more than the even more than the um than what Eric's saying like the specific teams aside, right? We can we can debate who should be in, but I think your point Bo, is just that it doesn't help them being on this Sunday. It does not help them because if you play on Saturday, you give everybody that night, early in the morning, then they get most things set. All they have to do is just flip-flop if a team isn't an auto-bid winner. That's really yep, all Richmond. they're doing on Sunday. And, and then if that happens, then, then everybody gets like adjusted up a line or down a line, and that's it. Really? That's it? And, like, yeah, all- and
2: that's what's crazy. When they show the first four out, they show Dayton was the team that got bumped out when Richmond won. Dayton was the the last one not in, and it's like, wait a minute, Texas a m was even fourth on that list. Like it yeah. just to me, that is
1: completely absurd.
0: Eric, what are some of the things that jump out to you when we look at this bracket, right? Uh, right at the South bracket.
1: Um, TCU or seeing Hall if seeing Hall is fully healthy it could give Arizona some trouble. Um, Jordan Walker is going to be a name that everyone knows watching UAB. Mm-hmm. Um, Seth Davis likes Chattanooga. So they're basically out in the first round. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I like, I mean, the thing about Michigan and I understand what Brian is saying is Dickerson is a tough, tough guard. You know, if he's, if he's on the court, but I like Colorado state. I like, I like the mountain West. I mean, I think Colorado state is going to be a sneaky, tough out.
0: Yeah, see, I'm I'm a little colder on the Mountain West and and the WCC. Like, and and they'll have opportunities now because a lot of those teams got in. Like, one of the things that we'll hit on in a minute, St. Mary's getting a five to me was absurd. Um, we'll jump on that in a second. But and then I hear a lot of people that think St. Mary's has an opportunity uh, with their defense. Leo, what are some of the things that jump out to you uh, when you look at the South Region?
3: Uh- Couple things stick out to me here. First, I think it's set up beautifully for Arizona Illinois, Sweet 16. I think that is the Sweet 16 matchup if it ends up happening. Secondly, this thing's just set up beautifully for Villanova to get through. I think Villanova has a cakewalk to the Elite Eight. Um, I know people like Tennessee, and I know, Biho, you're telling me that they should have been higher. I could get it, but I'm also not that high on that Tennessee team. I think Villanova should steamroll them without much of an issue. Uh, my biggest problem here, though, is. How the hell is Ohio State at seven? Uh, did the committee <laughs> not pay attention in the last few weeks? Like, it, it was it was one of the auto-fades of the last half of the season. I mean, they lost four of their last five games, and it's not like they lost to world beaters. They lost to Maryland, Nebraska, Michigan, and Penn State. And Michigan didn't have How the fuck are they at seven? I, th- that's a great question, but
2: it doesn't matter because they're losing the first round to the Fighting Sister the Jeans.
3: What in the world are we talking about here? That they're a seven seed, but that's fine. Either way, Villanova is going to take care of them, even if they do sneak past Loyola, Chicago. Uh, I think this is set up beautifully for Villanova to get in to the elite. What's up?
1: Tom Brady's coming back. Just letting everyone know. He just tweeted.
0: Oh, out. sorry. Yeah, we we saw it earlier today. <laughs>
1: We Wait, saw right.
0: that earlier today. I know
1: but he literally just tweeted out, "I'm coming That's back a, to Tampa."
0: And it's so dark. funny. Like, isn't this a Brady thing? Like, everyone's gonna talk brackets. <laughs> Screw you guys. I want to be the. I want to be the talk. Right. Like everyone's looking <laughs> at the brackets. That's funny. So, uh, we will definitely react to that. I'm sure you guys will be talking about that on the backdoor cover later tonight, ho. I'd imagine uh, that'll be a, a big topic of discussion. So, wowza. That changes things quite a bit in the NFC. We were We talked about the NFC on your podcast this week, Eric. And the lay of the land in the NFC was so soft.
2: (laughs) Aaron Rodgers has to be just mad or
0: nail right now, right? What a douche who comes back. Everybody Everybody. retired. Brett Favre. Everybody. (laughs) Every wrestler ever.
3: Everybody. (laughs) Dude, (laughs) he was retired shorter than Ric Flair was. That's ridiculous.
1: That's true. But dude, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. What were you saying about Ohio State? In my bad.
3: No, 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 no. That's fine. That's that's breaking news, and you know Brady can Brady can suck one. Um, yeah, no, that's pretty much all I had.
2: Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. oh, oh, I'm sorry. One more thing. Uh, fuck Ohio State for what they did to us in Columbus. Amen. That forever
2: f Ohio State. Yeah. I'm done with those suck eyes. So,
3: so, so uh,
0: as we chill out here in the in the South region, I think we got most of it. I. I was a little nervous as a, someone who's got a seven spot and like, I never liked Bios. I don't like rooting for matchups, but, and rooting against teams, but we all can honestly look at teams and games and say, okay, does that feel like a good matchup for our team? Does that feel like a a bad matchup for our team? The one team that I I was a little bit nervous of playing, I I didn't want to play a Loyola on a seven, 10 line. Just a team that's kind of like, kind of been there. They got hot again. They're a pretty good team. So I was a little bit nervous about, I'm I'm kind of glad that we didn't end up playing uh, Loyola as a USC fan. So on that 7-10, that's a a 7-10 game where I absolutely think Loyola has a big shot to win. Let's see if that line has popped up yet. Because right now, a lot of the lines are just starting to come through. So any ones that we have, we uh, we can mention. I'll see that they're up there. So we're in the south right now. Some of the lines we have up right now, Uh, Michigan, minus three against Colorado State. Tennessee, 16.5-point favorite over Longwood. Illinois, 8.5 over Chattanooga. Houston, an 8-point favorite over UAB. Nova, a 16.5-point favorite over Delaware. And Loyola is actually favored by one over Ohio State in that game. So uh, that is a, a little look at the south as we head down. And let's go back across, fellas, to the east. Is um, we will start with Baylor as the one seed. Norfolk State as the sixteenth. North Carolina and Marquette in that eight nine. They love to put those uh, sometimes those marked like those marquee games in the eight nine. One of those teams could play Baylor. That could be pretty sexy. You've got St. Mary's, and then the winner of the uh, the play in there. You got UCLA, Akron. You've got Texas, Virginia Tech, Purdue, Yale, Murray State, and San Fran on the seven ten line, and Kentucky there. And I thought this was a fantastic draw for Kentucky as far as their two games trying to get into the Sweet 16 and then having to deal with a three seed in Purdue that's solid, fine, but no one that's going to scare the hell out of you. So, Biho, let's start with you because you got your Kentucky Wildcats down here. Um, I feel like you got to be pretty happy about how they drew
2: oh absolutely um very very excited to be into this bracket um getting Baylor's the one that's fine no uh, sweat there my only my only argument here Gino and I don't know if you were on when I was talking about it earlier is they do this to Kentucky every year like if Northern Kentucky makes it makes the tournament this year we would have been playing them in the first round and then we will have to turn around and play Murray State in the second half second round which look at, I mean, Murray State's a good team. I know a lot of people haven't got to watch them. If we can't beat a Murray State, we don't deserve the title anyway. we got to beat somebody. The problem for me is, like, we like to pull for those teams, and we can't pull for them when we're playing them. So stop it, committee. Stop putting these Kentucky teams next to each other in the brackets every time. It's it's absurd. But, uh, you know, we were talking about the play-in games too, and Indiana's in a play-in game in this bracket. And, and that's what I'm saying. I think, I think you hit the nail on the head, Gino. If we put those auto qualifiers in and get games with teams like Notre Dame, Rutgers, Indiana, teams like that, I think the viewership, I think people
0: watch them more. Absolutely. Absolutely. There'll be more interest in those games. It just makes sense all around. That Rutgers-Notre Dame game, that should be a fun game. That should be a fun playing game for those two teams. I guarantee if we can if we see the ratings for those games and the Notre Dame or the and the Indy Wyoming game and you compare them to the other two where the yeah. sixteen teams are playing their way in, it'll be night and day.
2: Yeah, It'll be I mean, people watch that stuff just because it's that's the start. It's but on. honestly, like I don't. I mean, well, I'll, I'll...
0: that they usually start those games, the 16 playing games, at like Three at like six o'clock Eastern time, even not even the prime time Eastern time, right? They started yeah. super early just because they know that it's a little bit less interesting because we just don't know them overall. And and,
2: and what yeah. I'll be doing is just keeping an eye on the score. And if it gets close with five minutes to play, I may flip over and watch it. Other than that, I don't care. I mean, like, it's not. Again, I agree with you. I don't think it's fair to those teams at all. Like Bryant was super excited, and it's like you gotta play in a playing game, guys. I know. Like you won. You should
0: be able to play it Kansas. Wake up that morning, you know you're playing. You don't have to worry about what it takes to get there. You're in. Like you you earned it to be there. Wright and Bryant, they should both be in. Uh yeah, there's one of my gripes. I feel like today, I will say though, for as much as I I don't know how much Sunday weighs in. It feels like it did help Houston a little bit today. Cause I thought Houston was starting to trickle down uh, a little and they're still on that five line. Leo, tell us a- about what you think of the South.
3: Uh, first thing that's going to stick out in the South is Baylor got a one seed. Yeah. No. <laughs> I didn't think that they were deserving of a one seed. No, no, I agree. Cause, that, cause that stuck out
0: With this, who was the fourth one seed? Honestly,
2: well, I mean, they said yesterday that had Kentucky beat Tennessee, they would have, they locked would have been
0: in the one line, and I think that was the reason why. Because we look at it, and it was Kentucky didn't do, Kentucky or Purdue who could have maybe played their way up. I, I don't think they were really a one. Auburn hurt themselves. They sh- you know they could have been a one too had they won. So you're right, uh, Leo. It was like felt like there were three teams: Gonzaga, Arizona, Kansas, because of the way they played recently. That that were Okay, deserving of the one slot. And then by process of default, it was just like, I guess it's Baylor. I yeah. guess. Yeah.
3: I mean, it didn't bother me all that much. I think the road is nice for Kentucky. First thing that stuck out to me was how happy Be-ho must have been that Purdue is the three seed in their region because I know how he feels about it. And, like, part of me really wants Purdue to beat Kentucky just, just to see what happens I'm Married to the Game. Uh if you haven't listened to Married to the Game podcast, it's by great. the way, it's you fantastic. need to. It's fantastic. FYI, B-host still doesn't do his own laundry, which you should be ashamed of yourself. Um, but yeah, For I'm the really reference. No, can I the want to see Married to the Game.
0: Can I, can I say
3: something real quick? Sure. I have probably in my entire
0: life done one load of laundry. Thank my you, Gino.
2: Life.
0: My whole life. I went from mom doing it all the time to – like, a couple different girlfriends. Now Stephanie, no, she does it too. So I have – Me too,
2: Gino. Sorry, sorry some of us aren't winners like me and Gino.
0: I know. Um, I, know. I, I got lucky. So I, I got the uh – I've got the ladies that have always taken care of me there. Now, I don't mind doing other stuff. Like, I'm not opposed to doing the dishes or I'll cook if I have to or I don't mind – working in any capacity. I don't know why the laundry is just like
3: one of those weird things that I don't love doing. I'm the complete opposite. I'm good with the laundry. I'm the worst with the dishes. I've actually been banned from touching the dishes. Okay.
2: Okay. Uh, and,
3: and Leo, about, about the Purdue matchup, Eric brought up a good point for the show. Like, I mean,
2: the what's the big center? Edie or something like that that they've yeah. got? Yeah. Like, I mean, guys that are seven-footers have caused Oscar some trouble uh in the past like a walker kessler you know something like that but like i don't see his athleticism as good as a walker kessler i don't know that that's going to be an issue for oscar um and other than that i you know could they beat us absolutely they could i mean but again what's their road to get there i don't think they I, I, you know again i don't believe
3: in that team much at all so I yeah. need a couple of the notes that I wanted to touch on. Do we have a line yet for Wyoming, Indiana? I'm going to tell you. Yeah, right
1: Wyoming's getting three. What was that? I think, I believe it. when I looked before, it said three.
3: Yeah, I'll, I will be taking Wyoming three, in that matchup. Half, half, half. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to talk about UCLA got a really nice draw here. I think so too. I think like so. GTLA is lined up. I think they have a clear path to the Sweet 16. I don't see any resistance. And they why can't point, they beat likely gonna why be, can't Baylor, they be Baylor? And I think they're capable of beating Baylor changed. without much of an issue. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Dude, because I'll remind it.
2: everybody that the Big 12 can lose at any time.
0: Anytime. And they while their conference is tough because they have a lot of good teams, but they're not. We saw Baylor is a one that just lost right off the bat in their conference tournament. And coming into it, we were talking about how Kansas maybe wasn't necessarily a one and they needed things to break their way. And Kansas, they, they did break their way for Kansas. But I thought UCLA, where, they, where they're set up, Akron, then you get a St. Mary's or the winner of the play-in. And then you can get through that game. And then all of a sudden, you're at either a Baylor or a North Carolina or a Marquette, whoever got through there. I, I, I agree with you, Leo. I and on some of my brackets, have, I mean, I'm going to have to dive in a little bit more. But at first glance, I'll definitely have one or two where UCLA is getting through Baylor in that in that region right there. Do
2: we do we have any like is there any props up or like futures out for who gets out of each region?
0: They will be. So there, I don't know if they're quite up yet. Let me see. They only uh, have we, Final
1: Four stuff up right now.
0: Final Four. Do they have like Final winners of the region? Okay. No, they don't have any the region. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I'm 40. just saying
2: I expect Kentucky to be the the heavy favorite to come out of that. Plus that 240
0: region. to make the final four. Yeah. For Kentucky. What's Baylor. Baylor is plus two ten. So they're slight. They're right they're there. Slight favorite.
2: That's that's shot. They're I bet that number 30. flips real quick. I don't know what the I'm looking at. Okay. In. I'm
0: yeah, I'm looking one that I'm looking at. I see Kentucky at plus two forty to make the final four. Baylor plus two ten to make the final four in the south. And then other teams that are in the South, uh, Villanova's a three, right? They're plus 390. Uh, The four is UCLA. They're plus 750. The five is St. Mary's. They're plus 2000.
1: Our three is Purdue.
0: Oh, your three is Purdue. I'm sorry. Purdue is plus 550.
1: Yeah. Plus
0: 550.
1: Um, You know, my thoughts on this now, I have Kentucky like 22 to one to win it all. I locked that one in a couple weeks ago, like early in the season. Um I think this is
2: And right now impact. it's I nice. Mean, I think Kentucky
0: is seven yeah. is seven to one seven and a half to one right now, plus seven fifty yeah. to win the whole thing. So I mean if, the I, winner I lose, is- if they lose the first game and get upset in a 15-2, you made a good bet, Eric. Yeah. Because you got yeah. a you got a much better uh price than you get than you would get right now if you played that same thing.
1: I mean, I'm looking at this. Marquette's got Justin Lewis, who's a stud. who can put a team on the back, they can make a run. Um St. Mary's is going to grind it out. Wyoming's tough. Indy's tough. I'm not as high on UCLA as everyone else is. Um, Texas has dudes. They just haven't figured it out. Purdue's got size. They can throw two bigs. Uh, when they play Kentucky, both Murray and San Francisco got some guards. I think this. I think there's a. This is a tough little draw for Kentucky. I mean, to be honest, as a person in the future, yeah, I agree. I don't like see anybody a, being a future ticket. I'm worried.
2: Well, and, and what I, what I, my, my response to that would be I, I get what you're saying. It's not the easiest path. I mean, let's yes. be honest, none of these paths are really easy for anybody. We see this every year. Mm-hmm. But I will say, like, if you go round by round and who I would not trade face, your
0: spot with any of the other twos.
2: Well, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, if, if, if Kentucky can't be. I don't even know who we play in the first St. round. Saint Peters. Peter's. If uh, if we can't beat them, we don't deserve to win. If we can't beat Murray State, we don't deserve to and win. And the thing about the, the next State, matchup would San be what is,
0: those are two teams that they're. I know things are changing. We're seeing the WCC and the Mountain West, like the MAC, and the, all these teams are getting more love. How good do we know San Francisco is? Honestly, exactly. we don't. And and Murray State. They've played really great, and they had a fantastic year. Are they beating up on a bad conference? Like, how good really is Murray State? Are they capable of competing with Kentucky? So, I don't mind that, seven. like, again. Yeah, and and that's what I'm
2: saying. So, you know, once we get to the Elite Eight, uh, you know, or once we get to the Sweet 16, what, do we play Purdue, maybe? Yeah.
0: Purdue. Okay. I mean, would you
2: rather have Purdue or? Yeah, Purdue or Villanova? Purdue. And, and if we can't beat Purdue, again, we don't deserve the title. It's, it's, not, it's not one of those beat ourselves type things. Like, it, yeah. we, we have to go out and just
0: win the games in front of us. Even and, Purdue or Texas Tech, I'd take Purdue, right? I mean, Wisconsin, yeah. we're going to talk about, I think, would have been the soft three that you might have been finding there. But um, God,
2: I want Wisconsin as far away from me as possible.
0: You don't want okay, okay. Yeah, you've got nightmares. Any other final thoughts, Eric, uh, on the the South before we move to the Midwest?
3: Um, no.
0: Beo, <laughs> anything more uh, to talk about your uh, your region?
3: Nope. Give me Kentucky. Kentucky's going to the Final Four. Go, Cates. Okay.
0: And, and yeah, it's funny because Beo, I was looking at this in um. For me, I'm, I'm I'm watching this come down and I'm watching for USC. Where are they going to pop up as a seven? I, I was pretty confident they were going to be a seven. And I kept saying, I just don't want to be against Kentucky. That's all I get, you know what I mean? Like for me, because I looked at the other twos and I thought they're all sort of beatable. But Kentucky, I thought, is actually a one. Like I do think Kentucky is a legitimate national champion team, whereas So when I saw the 710 pop up there, I was right away like, I thought that was great for you because it's a 710 of two unproven teams. And like and well, and and like you
2: said about USC, we'll get into that in just a second. But like I think Kentucky is a team that's a two-seed that doesn't have one particular style to beat you. No, they can beat you in the 90s and they can beat you in the 50s. So even if you take something away, there's something else there. Whereas you know, like an Auburn, you know what you're going to get from Auburn. You're going to get them jacking up threes and doing crazy drives to the lane. If you can stop one or the other, you've got a shot to win that game.
0: Yep. And I think as we uh, head on over to the Midwest, we take a look. Kansas is the number one here. Uh, San Diego State and Creighton in the 8-9. Iowa-Richmond, 5-12. Iowa gets the 5 off of their recent success. Providence in the 4-13 here. LSU, 6-11. Wisconsin, 3-14. USC-Miami in the 7-10. Auburn in the two fifteen now Now, let me say this as a, a fan of USC and as a gambler. USC could absolutely lose to Miami in the first game. It's not like they're some, like, juggernaut. But almost all of the teams that I was looking to target myself to fade – are in this bracket together. There's a bunch of them. So that's what sort of got me a little bit excited. I don't like Auburn. I've been against anti-Auburn all year long and fading them. So I think of all the twos matching up with an Auburn team where when you think about Auburn and like Rio was saying, some of their size, USC is the fourth tallest team in the nation. They can throw a lot of bigs, 6'9 wing type players at you to play some defense. I don't like Providence. We've talked about Providence, how we wanted to fade them. LSU just fired their coach. They're in the six line. Um, Wisconsin, I don't think is that great at all. And Johnny Davis is is banged up. They're in the three line. So, again, USC could lose immediately. They're not like a one-seed juggernaut. But for me personally, I like the way this bracket popped up because I feel like if they do get through that Miami and then Auburn, all of a sudden you got – Winnable games against a Wisconsin team that doesn't scare the hell out of you, or an LSU team if they made it there—that's got a whole ton of shit going on. So, I know I'm a—I drink some Trojan Kool Aid, but I do like the spot. Miami was right on the cusp of even making the tournament, uh, you know, before their conference tournament. The ACC was down this year, just sort of what Bo was saying. If USC can't beat Miami in a one game, then they're not very good. They're not that great anyways, right? Miami doesn't scare you. And then you're going to have to play a top eight team somewhere. I don't mind playing an Auburn team. I really don't. So those are some of my early thoughts as a fan looking at the bracket. Let's get over to you, uh, Eric. What are some of your thoughts, like, cause sort of gambling-wise, what you uh, see with the Midwest?
1: Well, as soon as Lions opened up, I locked in South Dakota State. I've been talking about that team for a while. Yep. It's already down to two. You got yeah, I got three right off of openers. Um, I'm Creighton's on the fade train for me. San Diego St- State, you yeah, that's going to be a tough matchup. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are going to pick Iowa to make a run here. No. Just for a friend of a reminder, they can't defend the Bigs. Uh, Richmond, very senior leading team.
0: They got what kind four fifth year seniors, Richmond yeah. that all came yep. back just for this type of situation yeah. just to make a tournament run and they got in and so they're kind of playing with house money they're feeling good everyone's going to be on iowa i agree with you this is one that's sort of a sneaky and it's like game sitting nine right now Probably both of them? like the richmond um, iowa and the, the south dakota state providence that could be yeah. one of those little quarter brackets where we have like a 12 versus a 13 those are two Which capable team? teams
1: which would be great. Yep. Uh, Iowa State's getting five. That line seems a little weird to me. I would have thought that would have been a lot closer. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been against Auburn anytime they're on the road or on the neutral neutral court. Um, I could see them easily losing to USC or Miami. That's seven ten. 10 I think the bottom of this bracket, I think this bottom, I think this is the weakest one by far.
0: Yeah, and I agree. That's why I like it. For a, for a fan of a team that's in the seven, I didn't think with Wisconsin and Auburn, I don't think that's the strongest combo of two threes when you compare them to Kentucky-Purdue. Compare them to, what, on the other side, it was Tennessee-Villanova. That's a night, like, those two three, just comparing, I thought this was not a bad spot at all. Leo, what are some of the things that jump out to you about the Midwest?
3: Top part of this region. it's the one seed I'm good with. Like San Diego State. Richmond will beat Iowa. We talked about it this morning. Iowa is one of those teams. They're going to make a run to win the Big Ten. Everybody's going to be all over them to win and, like, make a nice little run here and then shit the bed in the first round. And they got a terrible matchup against a Richmond team filled with veterans with a team that's And if they hot. win, then they got to deal with either
0: Providence or South Dakota State. South Dakota State is is awesome. They're a good basketball team. They real are. That's
3: yep. not an easy draw for Iowa. Yep. No, nope. uh, this is a really bad draw for Providence, too. I think South Dakota State has the potential to blow them off the floor, uh, kind of the way Creighton did, too. Uh, that may be a game I look at for like an alternate line. Maybe if you find one at like minus nine and a half, you can get it. I don't know. Plus 500. I may dabble on that. Um, bottom half. Has the committee lost their damn mind? I mean, like we're talking about LSU, the team that just had their coach fired yesterday as a six seed. And Iowa State is an 11 seed. How in the world does Iowa State get in? Was the committee all intoxicated when they put this bracket together? They're in over a Texas A&M team that played their ass off and made it to the SEC final? I mean, Iowa State scored 41 points or less in two of their last three games they were living off all those early quad one wins that's what it came You know what to.
0: the problem
2: is though Gino? Dude, I don't know if you know this but they lost one of those quad one wins late. They right. had 9 and it dropped down to 8 or 7 late. You're right
0: in the season. And, and that's because they at some been point shit down the stretch. They they got blown off the court multiple times in the last few weeks.
3: They were no, not just blown off the court, they were embarrassed the last couple times. I mean, has the committee? I mean, this is just the stuff that blows my freaking mind and like pisses me I mean, off with the committee. Like, I mean, LSU fans know, have to be drop, jumping. They dropped. Jump.
0: They went. They had ten quad one wins. They dropped down. They're nine and eight in quad one, and just one and four in quad two. So now you're they're ten and twelve in the first two quads, right? Uh, like, it drives me nuts. That's you know, and you've been playing really poorly down the stretch. So, yeah, I agree. I think you're, It was like this quarter bracket of all of them is the softest,
3: I think. It's just – what are you thinking that they're in the tournament? That blew my mind. But anyways, I could go on forever about this. I think Wisconsin could possibly have some trouble with Colgate. Uh, I think Colgate's a dangerous 14 seed here. Uh, After that, this thing's set up for USC. We talked about Gino, you nailed it. All the teams that we said that you got to fade are in USC's region. Um I'm not even that high on Kansas, if we're being honest. I like Abaji a lot, and I think they're deserving of the one seed. They could go down. This could be one of those, again, I might be like getting a little overexcited here, but South Dakota State. Yeah. Could we be looking at like a George Mason-type run here? Yeah, we have uh,
0: – as far as three-point shooting is concerned, South Dakota State is the number one shooting three-point percentage team in the country. Colgate is two. They're both they're both right here. I mean, these teams can light it up from three, and in a one-game situation, if they get hot,
3: they, they, you're done. The thing you're with done. Wisconsin is, if Johnny Davis doesn't go bananas, they're in trouble. I don't they like are, the rest of that team,
1: but also like that's in Milwaukee. Like I've that, I was there when the, when Wisconsin played Oregon. That place is going to be that nuts. was one of the best four atmospheres.
0: Absolutely nice. No, you're right. So it's a whole field, whole court for them.
1: Home court advantage. Um yeah. to back What exactly you're saying now.
0: about,
1: about South lying. Dakota State, at the end of the year, they could have missed their last 100 three pointers and they would still have a better percentage than Colgate. That's how much this team can shoot the ball.
0: They are, they I mean, shoot legit. 44.2% from three. Colgate yeah. is the only other team in the country out of 360, 358 teams. There's only one other team that shoots 40%. And it's Colgate. They shoot forty point one. Everybody else is under four. Is under forty. That just gives you an idea of how good South Dakota State is three point shooting wise, efficiency efficiency wise. They are fantastic. And uh, it's them and Colgate, Purdue, Virginia Tech as the top four shooting teams, three point shooting teams in the country, fellas. Uh, while we're here in the Midwest, anything else to mention, Bijo.
2: I just want to mention what I thought about it. Oh,
0: yeah, go ahead. <laughs> it's,
2: Sorry. it's okay. Sorry. Um, so, Gino, you know, earlier today you said you did, or maybe even yesterday you said you didn't want me to get too high up and get disappointed. But uh, I'm going to do the same to you here with this USC draw because when I saw it come out, I'm like, Gino has to be just jumping around. I know. I'm I love it. And they can so lose so the game 13,
0: but I wouldn't trade the draw for any.
2: Look, that first game may be a little tough. Like, that's one of those games, you're mm-hmm. right, any team can win, but I like the matchup there for you guys. I think you guys can pull that game out. Um, and if you do, then you face an Auburn team that, again, if they're not hitting threes, you see what happens to them. They're done. Yep. So, uh, you know, I I don't know if you could have asked for anything. better. No,
0: I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> Exactly. I, I love I love the spot that they're in. I really do. And I love and the then, spot that Kentucky's in too for you. As soon as I saw that, yeah. I said the same thing. I said you're gonna be loving that spot.
2: I was, I was
0: yeah. And I'm glad that we favorite. I didn't want to have to play each other in that second game, right? It would have made even yeah. if it was like two more, but I would love for both of our teams to get through a weekend because I what? genuinely I don't, like I think as a fan, we're talking as fans, as gamblers, whatever. I think Kentucky legitimately can win the national championship. I don't think USC could, but I absolutely think they can win two games and get to, yeah. get to the next weekend. I Which would be good for you guys. Like you would take that every day. Awesome. And then if you win the two games, like I said, now it's exactly what happened for USC last year. You beat the good team in Kansas. They beat Kansas as the three seed. And then afterwards you might have a game that's not even as tough on paper. You might have a yep. game that you've got either Wisconsin or LSU or one of these teams. So, yeah, um, again, I'm not I'm not going and betting my USC to win it all future, but I, this isn't a spot that I'm going to be groaning and complaining about. If Miami comes out and beats them, you know what? USC probably wasn't going to beat many of the other spots that they would have had. But good spot for Biho I think it's a good spot for the Trojans to try to fight on. Eric? feels like uh, knowing like, some of the teams that you wanted to target and fade, I, I think you're probably pretty happy about some of the uh, the spots they uh, they showed up in.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm liking what I'm seeing on the board. You know, I'm just going to – you know, like I said, the only one I locked in was the South Dakota State. See how everything kind of goes. Like I like the Mountain West a lot. I think since it was so deep, they're going to be battle-tested, a little bit yep. more battle-tested than people realize. Um, I forgot to say, I think Va Tech is a prime fade against Texas. Um you know, they're coming off playing a great, great tournament run in the ACC yep. in Texas. A small number, only laying one.
0: Yeah, that I agree. I'm not even the biggest Texas fan, but that just feels like more of a Vautech fade there. So we will be back on, uh, I think we're going to do our full bracket breakdown, I think, early Tuesday. And we'll probably have it out for everyone to keep an eye on. Middle of Tuesday, late Tuesday. That way you'll have plenty of time Tuesday, Wednesday to hear all of our thoughts. We'll go game by game through. We'll talk about the lines for each game. We'll have a real in-depth breakdown with all four of us sharing uh, the way that we filled out our bracket, some of the teams that we played. Maybe we'll each even get a a future or two teams that we think may be uh, worth betting for the region. I'm excited, fellas. I love this. Don't forget, guys. folks.
3: This is not the only bracket that's going to be coming out over the next couple of days. We have the Capper versus Capper bracket challenge bracket that we will be revealing, maybe tomorrow, maybe Tuesday. We'll see when we're going to do it. But there is a big bracket. The tournament is filled. The 64 are locked in. Your boy's taking it. But we're going to see who's going to be able to come in second.
0: Want to share one more thing, uh, Bho, and uh, you can kind of talk us through it a little bit here tell us about the now collaboration with better than vegas and old smoke clothing i think we just go to oldsmokeclothing.com/btv
2: yep and uh, you'll scroll down scroll down there and i think you'll see a picture of our t-shirt there i don't bet i win it's a glorious design these guys make quality quality gear you know that Uh, i know that uh, any horse racing fan knows it now they're getting into the sports gambling side a bit as well they wanted they approached us blackjack and i met them down at goldstream during the pegasus we hit it off with these guys here's what we've come up with this is shirt one i see a lot more coming down the road so just be ready get on board early get this shirt also, Gino has told us his shipping code still works. So yep. if you type in promo code Gino, you'll get free shipping with it as well.
0: Free shipping. You save yourself the $5 shipping cost right there. And I think was it Kurt Rossner over there yes. from Old Smoke. Yep. Great, yep. great, nice. Real big horse racing fans. They love racing. They're from the Saratoga area. So they named Old Smoke their company after the guy who, who actually created Saratoga Racecourse. And if you ever want to have some fun, look that dude up. Old Smoke John Morrissey. He basically taught himself how to read, how to write. He became – he was a bare-knuckle boxer. And then he got involved in the, like, politics in the House and in Congress. He was involved in all these shady dealings. It was some total, like, billion succession stuff uh, that that he was doing years back. So uh, check that out, OldSmokeClothing.com, and you can go right there – and purchase that shirt, It really comfortable and uh, super affordable, and that promo code GINO will save you a few bucks there. Fellas, I'm looking what, forward to the next few days. I got, I got
2: one last little joke here. The MLB lockout lasted 99 days. Tom Brady's retirement, 43.
0: <laughs> not even half. Not even halfway home. Eric, I'm sure we'll be reacting to that news uh, next week, and we'll uh, we'll have to kind of – uh, redo our nfc uh power rankings now if tom brady is going to be back with the bucks that would definitely in that division that seems really weak and right for the taking
1: yeah i mean they're already down to 10 to 1 to win it all they were uh yeah. 20 to 1 when you and i talked so stuff's definitely changing nfl can't let the college basketball have its moment
0: leo don't you dare take that shirt off all week my friend You oh, wear that he's bad boy.
2: he's coming on the backdoor cover tonight by the way which i'm sure we'll be talking more about this and tom brady and God knows what else with me Leo and Kyle. So
0: awesome and the snip snip we had Kyle on earlier today. Kyle got that ultimate equipment change, the gelding earlier on, so uh, looking forward to watching the backdoor cover later on tonight. March Madness fellas, love it. let's do it. everyone. Uh, we will we will be your help all week long. If you're someone who is a big college basketball fan and you've been paying attention all year, You know that we've been here with you for cutting nets. You know that we've been watching and paying attention and we're going to try to lead you to some nice plays to make some money. And hell, if you're not, if you're someone who just fills out the brackets and you don't really know, that'll be perfect. When we do our bracket breakdown, we'll navigate, we'll take you right through the bracket. That way, when you go talk with your friends, you'll have some cool tidbits to say. And, uh, we always want to help make you some money out there. Everything free at BTV. Good luck handicapping this, uh, next few days, fellas. And, uh, What do we got? Backdoor cover tonight. We got Mohawk Mania tomorrow at 6 o'clock, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time, getting you set up for that early pick five. And then Tuesday, the games begin. March Madness is underway.
2: Six, Six wins to glory, Gino. Six wins to glory.